0: Welcome to Thrive with Confidence. This podcast provides insight into the Acquios Alliance, a buying group that connects private practices with trusted vendors and expert support. We will feature discussion with our vendor partners and optometrist members while we explore topics that will empower your independence. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Thrive with Confidence Industry Insights. I'm Scott, I'm joined with Kendall and we are so very excited today. This is a a special edition uh, about social media and we are joined uh, by Jasmine with MP Consulting to talk a little bit about the importance of social media, the ins and outs, the whys, but I think even more important, uh, the, the, the hows of just to do it. So welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi everyone, so excited to be here.
0: This is awesome. I think that this is such a, this is a topic we hear a lot about, right? It's a, uh, well, w- I guess really it starts with uh, marketing, right? How do I market my practice? What do I do? And, and the average person is not a marketing specialist, right? No. A lot of us didn't go, didn't, we, we didn't go to school for that and, and they don't know, you know, what to do and, and where, where to put the, the, the funds and, you know, I know that one of the things that I that I ask about is what do, what do your social medias look like? This is something that is uh, it's it's somewhat easy to do, should be fun to do, uh, and 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 for the most part is uh, it, it doesn't drain the the, the pocketbook. So, um, tell tell us a little bit about the importance of, of of social media in in today's marketing world.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think social media is such a beautiful tool when used correctly. I think the biggest thing that people look for in social media or we just as a society and like as a group of people love to connect with someone else and it's just such a great tool to see exactly who you're connecting with who they represent what their vibes are or what that looks like as far as a business a person a service i think it's just a great way to be authentic and very i don't know branded is is like the thing that i think most people see in in social media like firsthand And so it's just an easy way to reach a group of people that you wouldn't normally see in person, but get familiar with with an audience. Does that make sense? I felt
0: like that was no, a ramble. It, no, it does. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, it's, no, it it's, makes it's sense. great. Okay. okay. Cuz it's I I think that that's the the, the reach of social media, mm-hmm. right? And and a lot of our clients, right? everybody uh, they're they're in an area, right? They're in mm-hmm. they're in a town and and they can go out and, and and meet people and we can go to different fairs and and they but but we're not we're not connecting with everybody. And and oh, yeah. and that's that's what's really cool about social media is the fact that I I've, I've got I've got a chance and an opportunity to to reach to a, a, a patient that I may not ever have talked to or may not have ever met in in person. Mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah, no, I know I love the the fact that you put it that way. What do you think, in your professional opinion, holds people back from doing more on social media?
1: I think on the outside looking in, you see social media and it very basically just looks like a video. But when someone takes that step to start trying to create content, it's very easy for someone to be like, "Mm, maybe this is not my forte, because there's a lot more planning than people I think anticipate. And so that learning curve of knowing how to be a little tech savvy, and like with the times feels like a clash, because if you're not used to it, or you haven't built a comfort to like creating content, or knowing even what that content looks like for you, your business, your practice, it may feel less authentic and very forced. And then that translates into like a negative relationship with the creation process or just, it just doesn't make it fun at that point. And it makes it a job. And I yeah. think nobody wants to add another level to their job on social media.
0: Oh, that's, uh, that's awesome. The the way that you put that into, to, to to have fun with it, because Mm -hmm. that's, that's something that they hear from us, right? This is, this is an opportunity to show their personality as, as a, as an office and as a practice. What would you say are, are some, are some do's and don'ts when posting, uh, for, for your business versus the way somebody would post maybe, uh, on, on a personal page?
1: Yeah. For a business, I think something that we look for and try to achieve with all the content is making sure that, that those values and that branding aligns. Maybe a business is all about health and and just like the security of their patients or the security of their audience. What does that look like as far as like visual or in writing and copy? Like You want to translate your values in a way that can be visually seen and received and also just picked up on in like the, the writing aspect of it. So do's are setting those values firsthand, knowing exactly what you represent, what you want to receive in your in your audience, and everything else kind of shapes around that. I think it's all like defining things before you even make content. Don't don't start recording anything if you don't have an idea. <laughs> like <laughs> definitely I think people assume that they could just pick up a camera and like start chatting and for some that works, but for businesses, I think you need to know a lot more before you start creating something else.
0: Yeah. Don't go rogue. <laughs> no,
1: definitely plan, do plan.
2: <laughs> so what you would suggest too, is even before they start to think about what kind of content they need to create, they need to know what their mission is in their office mm-hmm. and you know, make sure that their whole staff has an understanding of this is what they're, they're trying to provide. Cause that'll just then help them be able to make that content easier and create that brand that you're, you're mentioning there. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Cohesive communication and cohesive like branding is what really Mm -hmm. defines a social media platform. You want everything to just kind of feel very authentic. And I think I'm going to say authentic a lot (laughs) because it's just, it's like the foundation of, of everything. Like I think what makes a successful social media account is how honest it feels because that honesty is what connects people to want to it builds that interest and it builds that connectivity that makes me want to stick around and see what else you have going on and so yeah the the defining aspect builds that cohesive and that honesty that like translates very well and that may be hard to define that's where you know like marketing firms and consulting businesses like like what we do at MP consulting come into play because it gives you the outside look of what does your company actually feel like or what does it look like? And how can we make that bridge a, a lot smoother um, for an audience? Yeah, I
2: love that you mentioned the word authentic. And, and please do continue <laughs> to use yes, that throughout please. this, because I think that's really what sets a successful social media page for a business apart from those, because I know when I'm going through either, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, or even Twitter going through which I guess now it's X now, I, I guess yeah. I still call it Twitter. Yep. It, it's, tw- it's always Twitter to me. <laughs> <It's> Twitter.
0: <laughs> Great. Now we're getting sued. Sorry, Sorry Elon. I tried to tell him it was X. <laughs>
2: but, but going through like when I'm going through, I can tell which which pages are very corporate. Mm -hmm. And you know, it just it doesn't make me want to interact with those to where if I'm scrolling through, and I'm seeing an eye care practice that has a picture of their patient that just you can tell the joy on their face, because they're in there, they're in a new pair of glasses, versus just a text that says, We sell glasses, the one, those two are very different. And and I'm going to react to the one where I'm seeing the patient, I'm seeing the authenticity in the office. It's showing that value that they care about what their patient looks like Mm -hmm. and and the joy that that patient has for trying on a pair of glasses. So I I, I love that point. Now you mentioned that like MP Consulting, I know that we, we they're a vendor partner with us and everything. And I know you've worked with many of our clients. When, when you're working with them with social media, what are some points that you can give any clients that are looking at partnering with you guys that can help make that authenticity easier, really help help you guys be able to help them have a successful social media page?
1: Yeah, I think for sure something that, that makes it a lot easier to like communicate and like everyone be on the same page or feel like they're both making the relationship work for one another, is the open side of it, like being open to the analysis that comes into like getting a a consulting firm, because I mean, the first step is really looking at what we have going on with with each client and seeing what are they up to? What is it looking like so far? And like, that openness to, to be able to receive that kind of insight from an outside perspective, allows that practice or that business to say oh we're not we're not sounding like we wanted to or maybe we're open to trying something different if that's what it takes to like reach a new audience that aspect of it is what really like will make make or break I think a social media connection because if there's a lot of friction or identifying what that looks like for a business or, or what they think they're doing versus what is it being re- it's perception versus intention your intention may be to be an authentic practice, but your perception may not be that. And so it's that openness that allows you to get them on the same page.
0: And you guys, you guys don't know that if they don't communicate with you yeah. I, and I, I love that this is coming up organically in the conversation because it's, it's something that, I mean, I've had conversations with, with clients who work, work you know, work with you guys and, and it's a, uh, you know, I, well, I love, I love what we're doing here. I love what we're doing here. Uh, I kind of would like to have this and it's, well, did you talk to him about it? You know? And, and, mm-hmm. and I think that there's this, there's this, um, this hesitancy to, mm-hmm. to say, oh, well, you know, one of the things that makes you guys special is that you, you connect with, with your clients. Right. and it's a lot of of about how we how we work with ours and and i I think it it comes to a point that's like well i don't want to hurt jasmine's feelings by (laughs) telling her right that it's like oh that this post (laughs) may not be us but that's not who you guys are you want that feedback to be able to learn and grow about about a practice uh to to be able to so i i love that that came came up because that connection that you build is able to strengthen the content that you're able to produce for for a practice
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's also part of where the openness ties in later on, because, I mean, strategies don't prove to be successful within a week. I mean, they take a little bit of time and those, and that time takes looking at numbers and seeing what performed well and what didn't and it's on both ends to be like, Okay, we can admit that that didn't work as well as we thought we did. Let's retry something else, or let's change it a little bit, or this worked a lot better. Let's focus more on that, you know, so it, it takes a you know, that wiggle room of not being too picky on what you want, but being open to seeing what works. Yeah.
2: Well, and, and I think that that time is so important Mm -hmm. too, where in a society where we're so used to having instant gratification Mm -hmm. that If we're going to make a post that all of a sudden it's going to have 50 likes and 100 comments on it, and it's going to be so interactive just because we've made this change and we've tried something new, but that's not going to happen. It's over time, Mm -hmm. slowly growing, gathering those followers. And I think it is something where I know when I talk with clients, whether they're doing social media on their own or they're working with a company. That's helping them with social media, as I say, you guys you have to stick with it. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to wait and see if it if it works. I mean, how long do you typically suggest that you try a tactic before you look at it and say "This was a success or we need to go back to the
1: drawing board? It depends. I hate to give the cop out answer of it depends on on the client, but <laughs> typically you don't see any results on until we say it
0: all the time, Jasmine. It's fine. You're... <laughs> oh yeah, you're
1: like yeah. I want to give you like a it takes sixty days exactly, but no, it's not the case. You know, sometimes it takes a little longer for some people. If if everything aligns perfectly, it could be in sixty days, but we like to give a wiggle room of like three months to see how pivoting and retrying something works and. And if we get a steady incline in three months, you know exactly more or less what's working and what's not.
0: I also think that's, that's why it's so important that, that, and I hope that, that the listeners can, can get this message out of this podcast is we have to separate what we see in our personal social medias Mm -hmm. versus what we see in our business, social medias, because, you know, I, I can easily, you know, make a post and this is hypothetical. I am not this cool at all. (laughs) I can make a post and, you know, then the, the, in a couple hours, it's got all of these, you know, likes, loves, and shares. And it's like, oh yeah, I I feel awesome about that. And that's just not the way things happen from Mm -hmm. a business standpoint, all the time some posts yeah they're they're going to and if it's a you know it's a fun organic and engaging post we can see that but it's not going to be a home run every time and we got to be patient right
1: yeah my hot take with with social media being in the industry for so long now is virality is very misleading um i think everyone thinks that if you make because sometimes you have everything else right you have like the great content You have it authentic, you have your branded perfect, but the post just doesn't perform. And I think everyone, everyone, when they're looking at social media, they're like, well, my video looks great. Like my branding is there. We have the like strategy down packed, but you don't get that audience. And that's just something that happens. And it's so easy for us to sit on like a TikTok and see a feed. That's only videos of 10,000 views or more and see your your video perform at maybe less than a 1000 be like, Oh, I'm not doing enough. But the engagement is what's really important. And that's what I think businesses should always look for. It's if you got 100 likes on a post, or let's say you got like 100 views on a video, but you got 40 people really engaging with the comment that does a lot better than having a million views and 100 people looking at it. If you look at the numbers like that, that kind of puts other things into perspective and i'd rather have a hundred people in my city than a million people and not in my city looking at my content because that's who's really going to engage with my business at that point
0: that's who's coming through the door right it's not yeah. if, if, i'm i'm in missouri i have a business i have somebody in milwaukee that that or walla walla washington that loves my my content it doesn't really help my my, my, my business much because yeah. they're not coming in
1: yeah So virality is not something that I would encourage, I guess, like just general businesses. I mean, it's a beautiful thing and it's definitely very validating to see something perform that well, but Mm -hmm. it's not, I think it's not the goal when people go into like social media and like looking for a firm to help them. Your goal should definitely not be, I want to be viral. It should be, I want to be impactful in the market that I'm in.
0: Okay. So check, I stop. I, I need to stop trying to go viral, Kendall. That's, <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen for me. I need to let it go. I think, I,
2: I think you're okay there, Scott. <laughs> you my, know.
0: My, my dream of going viral is, has just been... Been, been crushed. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm so I want, I, I want to circle back really quick on something that you, a word you've brought up several times and it's a word that we use quite often uh, when we're talking to our practices and that's planning, right? We, mm-hmm. we can't just, these things don't just happen o- overnight. C- can you give us a couple of, of tips and tricks of, of what, what, what makes planning for y- your post successful?
1: Be as realistic as you can be, because that makes a difference. Also, <laughs> some people say that they want to make four posts a week, but realistically, they have time to film one or two or like create content for one or two. So it's when planning be as honest and realistic, like look at your actual schedule, look at what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And that makes mm-hmm. the plan, it it builds its its own plan, because if I look at something and say, oh, I wanna make a strategy or like a a content calendar for like a month of content, but I only really wanna film two videos. That means you got two posts right there, but oh, I could take a couple pictures here and there and you can sprinkle them in. Maybe you've got yourself like five posts now, but you're not gonna go sit there and do five posts in a week because it doesn't make sense to who you are or what you're willing to do. So being honest is is the key to a plan. That's awesome. I think that's perfect. And I mean, just like you said,
2: those two, like if you do a post a week, that can still be an impactful post Mm of, um, I mean, I know that part of a social media is figuring out the uh, the algorithm or whatever that may be of trying to stay on people's news feeds. I know that that can be difficult. <laughs> and I, I'll have a client go, you know, that they're honest with me where they say, I, I don't have time for five posts mm-hmm. a week. And, you know, we usually say, I'm like, well, what can you do eight posts a month? I'm like, that's two a week being able to have, like, you know, schedule that time for it. And that's where usually we'll even look and say, you know, are there any I care observance Mm -hmm. days or is, is someone in your practice, do they have an anniversary, like a work anniversary or a birthday coming up that you can, you know, those are kind of like the the freebie social media posts (laughs) that make it easy. Um, But, you know, I usually try to break it down with the, with the client when I'm talking with them and trying to say, okay, look to see how many posts do you just need, like, do we need to do a week? And again, looking to see if that's realistic in their timeline.
1: Yeah. I love some of the clients that I have are obviously I care and I love looking at that content because there's so there's so much opportunity with like minimal effort sometimes because I mean you have a variety of like for example like lenses in your store or you have such a diverse group of people that are just walking into your door that there's moments to like get content without having to like work around a schedule for it and so with with those type of clients that we have, it's very fun to also make those filler things and look at holidays that are happening, like Eye care month, or, you know, it's back to school season, like, let's get your kids some glasses, <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, there's exactly. things, there's things that you can play around with. And that's, again, where a good team can come in and say, Hey, if you're not willing to make the content, we can create something as long as we have room to do so. And so that's another great way to like plan if you yourself don't have the means or the time or the energy even to do it. I mean, there's people out there that do have it and will do it. So,
0: <laughs> there you go. I yeah. love it. Well, Jasmine, so as as a as a self um, not a self, excuse me, as a social media guru, right? <laughs> what is your what, what what is your number 1 or your top piece of advice for for people when it comes to social media other than using MP consulting? That can't be.
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a good that's a good place to start. But But no, I think a good piece of advice is just being consistent, whether that's consistent, like you mentioned, Kendall, twice a month, or if that's consistent, like three times, like a month, you know, it's just as long as people know what, what to expect from you and when to expect it, that's a good enough place to start. And so you can build a better habit by just starting and being consistent.
0: That's awesome, wow well, thank you so much for for your, for your time today and and all of your wisdom jasmine we we greatly appreciate it and and listeners, if you want to to learn more about MP consulting and what they could do for for your practice, feel free to uh, to, to reach out talk to your advisor, reach out to us on our social medias <laughs> uh, or you can reach us at info at uh, but once again jasmine we we appreciate all of your time today and and uh, for stopping by with us.
1: Thank you so
2: much. It was great to be here. Thank you so much, Jasmine.
0: We look forward to hearing uh, hearing more from, uh, from from this group in, in the future, and uh, we will talk to you guys next week.